Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Infinite Boost Podcast. Today I am joined by Nova, another member of the Booster Club Discord server of mine. And since I've been getting back to the interviews, I've noticed that I've forgotten to say join the Discord. It's a lot easier for me to do that when I'm just babbling on by myself. But since I haven't mentioned it, go ahead and join the Discord. Also, Happy New Year. Also, Nova, thank you so much for joining me. Of course, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, and Happy New Year to you too as well. Thank you. Uh, so we'll just hop right into it. Why don't you give me your Rocket League backstory? Um, You know, I honestly don't remember exactly what got me into it. I, the first time I ever played Rocket League was at PAX South. Um, I used to go there every year. It actually just got shut down, so that's pretty sad. But um, yeah, so the first time I ever saw it was like, it was downloaded on the like PC places at PAX South, and I just like checked out this weird game that everyone else was playing. Um, it was sort of weird back then. I don't know. I, w- I didn't like fall in love with, like with it at uh, PAX South, but um, I don't remember exactly when I downloaded it on Steam. But eventually, I just got it myself and started playing it casually. Um, I didn't really have any friends who played it, so it was just sort of my own thing that I did in my spare time sometimes. And how is Rocket League now for you? Is it still something you just do in your spare time or does it take over every waking second that it possibly can like the most of us? It definitely depends. Um, I have like, I go in spurts. So sometimes it'll be like the game that I play just like 24 seven and like go really, really hard at and like, I'll keep like a practice journal for it and write down like stuff to keep like, you know, make it so that I get better at the game. And then like recently, because like Tarkov just wiped, I haven't been playing as much. Um, But yeah, so like the beginning of like this, I'm in college. So the beginning of this semester, I was like going really, really hard every single day and like practicing like as well as I could for like probably five to eight hours a day. But like recently, I haven't been playing as much. When you say Tarkov just wiped, does that mean that that doesn't mean they take everything away from you? Do they just like start fresh? Yeah, so Tarkov um it like wipes every, I don't know, like 6 6 months usually. Um they had a huge update. It was like 12.12 and there's like a new map and a bunch of um and so they wipe all of your items and all of your levels and everything and I don't know. It's just like the most fun time ever for Tarkov because uh everyone starts at like with nothing and everyone's running like the worst gear in the game and no one has any skills leveled up. So uh, it's definitely wow. like a very fun time. I didn't um, even, I didn't even know that they did that. Yeah. It's, it's, hmm. I don't know. Everyone like once you've like really played the game, like for a couple of wipes that you like, you just start to love like wipe time because everyone's running like the most random gear. And um, it, it's really fun, honestly. One of my favorite times, I don't know if you're a Minecraft person at all, but one of my favorite times with Minecraft is I, I'm i a big fan of Hermitcraft, which is like this uh, online multiplayer server that a bunch of really big YouTubers play on. And my favorite part is always when they restart, Yeah, when they I, start a new season. I actually did watch like one or two seasons of that, and it goes for me too, whenever even like any any season for like anything like that. I just love the beginning. It's for some reason. I don't know exactly why. It's just always like the most exciting and everything's happening for sure. Yeah. Something about a fresh start is just very, very feel good. For sure. 100%. It's like the best yeah. feeling in the world. Cool. Well, we will we will stop reminiscing and thinking fond <laughs> thoughts about all this other stuff because 
not unfortunately, but this is a Rocket League podcast. Anyways, 100%. okay, so uh, you do you know how long ago? Like, how many hours do you have in Rocket League? Do you you play on PC though, because you said you downloaded it on Steam. So like, yeah, where are you hours wise? Like, do you have an idea of the year that you started playing? Yep. So I actually only have like 460 hours in the game, so not okay, not a ton. Um, but I I started playing in like. 2016 i believe the, i think i have the okay. title like the est 2016 so yep All um right. a, a while back for sure i never like got into it as hard um but i've definitely had my spurts of where i like play non-stop for sure mm-hmm. so tell me more about these practice journals like what did you set up for yourself what kind of things did you track and how how did that benefit you or what kinds of systems did you set up so you were training on a consistent basis yeah so I definitely got it like these ideas from um, watching YouTube. I've definitely watched probably more hours of Rocket League YouTube than I've actually played the game. Um, (laughs) It's probably a bad habit of mine, but I got the like journal idea from a person named Thanovic. I don't know if you've watched him at all or not, but yeah, Thanovic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, basically like, I don't, I don't actually have the journal with me. It's at college right now, but like basically you like watch your replays to start the day and then you write down stuff you can work on. And then you choose like one thing to focus on for that day. Um, and then usually I would go into like my like practice routine of like I do dribbles and then um, I do like Lethemir's ring maps for air stuff. And then I did some more aerial like uh, car control um, practice. And then I would get into some competitive games and then completely focus on the one thing that I chose uh, for that day. And sometimes if I felt like I didn't get enough games in for that day, like the next day I'd work, I would focus on the same thing. And once I felt that I had that thing down, I would um, go back into watching my replays and figuring out what else I'm doing incorrectly um, that I think I could do better and work on. Mm-hmm. When is the last time you went through one of your big grindy stints? Like you were just really working a lot on the game. Um, I think it was September, probably. It was most of September for sure. Did you see much of an improvement or did you see much of like a a rise in MMR during that period or what what was that like for you? Yeah, that was so that was when I started doing using the journal. Like I, recently was only like when I started practicing for real. Like I've had like where I played a bunch before, but like uh, in September was when the first time I really like started practicing with purpose, I guess is how you could put it. And I mm-hmm. went from like gold one to diamond two in that time probably oh, so within you, like you definitely saw uh like some growth then oh it was yeah it's like the most growth i've ever seen it was like also an amazing feeling just to see like putting in work like actually you know gave results so fast um i i was only probably only like a hundred hours too uh, going from gold one to diamond maybe less i'm not sure but wow yeah nice so what do you what do you feel were the biggest factor i mean obviously you were writing things down how do you think that motivated you or helped you in staying focused in that time period to see such a quick growth in in your skill level um i was i mean okay unfortunately i definitely focused on my rank a bit so like whenever i would rank up it felt like really good and that would help with the motivation but um it was like at that time that i was also started listening to your podcast as well and i don't know when the um when that exact episode was released but there was one about like 
focusing on improvement instead of what your rank is. And I definitely took that one to heart. And I tried to, you know, focus more on my actual skill level at the game and just ignoring my rank. Um, so that went into my practice a bunch too. I'm actually not sure if I answered your question. I sort of got one off topic, but that's okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm also just curious what got you into the training and, and journaling overall because obviously there was a point where you weren't like putting that much effort into the game and then all of a sudden you just wake up you decide you're going to do it what was it that made you choose that um i think that part of it is that i that's sort of just how i play games i i usually play like one game just like a ridiculous amount in the time and then i sort of move on and then like i don't know a couple months or two or a year later i'll come back to it and then go really really hard into it which mm. in, in some ways it'll definitely like keep me from ever getting good at one game, which is like quite unfortunate. But mm -hmm. in other ways, I, I don't know. It's just sort of how my brain works. I don't know. Like I've definitely tried to stick with the game longer, but eventually I just like stop having fun for some reason. Sure. Um, I guess I get burned out because I play so much of one game at a time. Yeah. So, so, uh, and then to answer the, like the part about why like, you know, started playing so much and actually tried to improve this time is um, I realized I didn't have as much time to play because I was uh, in college, you know, I was taking classes and stuff. So, I mean, I still had, I guess, eight hours is a ton. So it is a lot, but uh, I figured that I wanted to improve as fast as possible instead of just like playing for fun. And I figured the best way to do that was to, you know, do purposeful practice as well and just journal and see whatever, like, I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, not only on like, like things to practice but also like the most efficient ways to practice as well mm -hmm. so what what were some of those things that you were doing that really led you to the quick growth like what oh i guess you kind of went through your routine what do you feel like were some of the most beneficial aspects of your routines throughout that that really helped you improve okay so the the dribble training two map like at the very beginning i literally could not dribble at all and then by the end of that month i like i i mean i still wasn't amazing but i could get through at least like half of that map or something like that and i felt my dribble just improved like an insane amount uh or my guess my ball control on the ground um and then additionally the aerial training like just hovering around the map and then incorporating air rolls and stuff like that um it was really just like a huge increase in skill level from where I was to where I went. Um, and then the rings map, I'm honestly not sure like how much that really helped. It's sort of fun, but I think that that's sort of harder to tell how much is helping your gameplay. So it's definitely like helping you improve, but it's less obvious. And then I I also did a bunch of like of the custom training by, uh, I mean, mostly Paquito, but by some other people too, for sure. How, how... Are you are you still in the phase of doing this training or are you kind of in a lull again with Rocket League? And if you are in a oh, are you back in Tarkov now then? Yeah, so because of the wipe, uh, I was, okay, first of all, it was a little rough because I had finals during wipe time, so I didn't play any Tarkov, so I started a week mm. after everyone. But yeah, I'm, I'm like heavy into Tarkov right now. Um, I actually was... Like on the new year, one of the things I wanted to do was to get back into Rocket League. So I'm definitely going to be playing more like this coming semester and probably I'm going to probably try to grind like, you know, not eight hours every day and maybe just try like two or three. 
mm-hmm. and um, also focus on playing more competitive than I did before because I think that I spent more too much time like watching videos and like just training mechanics instead of actually just playing the game. And that mm-hmm. may have also been why I burnt out so quickly last time. Sure, because I, yeah. Go expand on that. What do you What do you think really was what it, What was it that burnt you out? Well, I was spending like four hours probably a lot of the time training, and then sometimes I'd like just wouldn't play that much. I'd play like maybe five to ten games of competitive, and then I'd stop playing Rocket League altogether. So I'd you know have like four hours of training and then only 10 hour or 10 games of like actually having fun and like competitive like or sorry training's okay but like there's only so much you can do and like obviously I was listening to podcasts and stuff like that while I was training but I think that definitely burnt me out way faster than if I'd been playing more of the games do you feel like you enjoyed that time in training like while you were doing it um you know it's, it's actually like okay the short answer is no um i don't find training very like it definitely feels good when i like like doing something for half an hour and i finally hit a shot or like you know i get dribbling down but i don't personally enjoy like practicing or training that much um and it's definitely like it felt really good like when i hit diamond i was like oh man my training's been paying off and like it's really good but the actual like active training has does not like make me happy on the inside for sure Mm-hmm. And it definitely frustrates me sometimes when I'm just like trying to get a shot over and over and over again, or I'm trying to like do a level in the dribbling challenge and I just can't get it. And it's very frustrating for sure. And I think that four hours is a long time. Yes. It is. Especially if it's every day by yourself. That's a lot. Yeah, for sure. When you play Tarkov, do you play that by yourself or do you play that? Do you have friends that you play that with? Um, Actually, previous wipes, I usually played with um, a couple of my close friends. This wipe, they haven't been on as much and I haven't felt the need to, you know, go into like the main Discord server and find some other pe- people to play with. And mm-hmm. with Tarkov, I definitely find that playing by like playing solo, uh, it's way more efficient. You don't have to wait out of raid for people to finish up their raids. Like if you die and then you're dead and then they're still in raid, usually you wait for them. It's like a lot of wasted time. So it's more efficient just to play by yourself generally. When you're doing something like that, is it more of a risk to do it by yourself though? Um, Sort of, but at the same time, because like there's team killing, like I can't tell you the number of times that my own team has killed me in that game. So maybe there's more risk, but... Um, I, I'd say that that risk, like that extra risk is counteracted by the number of times your own team kills you. <laughs> okay. So there, there are risks and benefits. Pros yeah. hundred percent. If you have like a good team, like the two friends that I said, like we've played together for a while. So like those go way more smoothly, but like the reason I haven't joined like a gr- new group of people is like, if, if your play styles don't mesh, like it, you end up killing each other hundred yeah, percent. Sure. What do you think were the most beneficial things for you making that jump from gold to diamond? What were the what were the things that in game you were like, oh, now that I can do this so much better, these games feel so much easier? Um, let's see. I mean, honestly, like it, it sounds sort of broad, but just being able to actually play the game, like, um, like being able to go up in there consistently and actually hit the ball and, um. 
It just it made honestly just like playing Rocket League at like a diamond level versus a gold level is so much more fun. Um hmm. because it feels so I mean obviously you still make the stupid mistakes like back flip like back flipping when the ball's in front of you, you know, but like um it's so much more fun to play when you can actually hit the ball versus, you know, just going up into the air and completely whiffing the ball like every time. Mm-hmm. So it, it made Rocket League more fun to get better at the game, honestly. So if somebody was in like the gold plat area and you're I mean, obviously you're right. Just it it is just generally being able to play the game better. If somebody wanted to focus on two or three things to really make that jump in a month or two, what would you suggest someone focus on? Um, I definitely say just work. So there's a couple of videos by Thinovic on like aerial stuff you can work on. So definitely just like get your aerial, aerial uh, control down and then do like the dribbling challenge until you can like consistently get up to, I don't know, like the 20th or 30th uh, level in that. And once you have those two down, do like a bunch of um, training packs. And like, if you're still having trouble, I, I eventually got into watching my replays, which is definitely rough. Like sometimes I just don't know what I'm doing wrong, even when I'm watching my own replays. Um, which I don't know. That's sometimes like, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong, even watching them. But yeah, I mean, I'd say those three things really are what let me get to diamond like so quick quickly from gold without like having to work that hard. I mean, I was working hard, but yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you feel are some of your biggest opportunities right now to continue moving forward? Um, you know, part of the problem is like, I haven't, once I hit diamond, some of that fear like crept in, like, what if I go back down, which I wasn't like scared, but I just didn't play that much. So I'm not exactly sure like what's holding me back, but I think Generally, I just need to be like more consistent with my shots, and I need to be way more comfortable with air rolling, um, and like just my control with aerials. My dribbling's pretty decent, but that could also use more con- just more control, pretty much with everything. Um, but that's also like it's not like physically painful to train. It's just like it really annoys me to train those things, and it um, it's like sort of physically uncomfortable. I don't or mentally uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain it, but I really do not enjoy uh, training those things. And it feels like really bad whenever I'm like practicing aerial stuff and I mess up and it's I don't know. It's really hard to explain. So what is it that you don't like training specifically? Um, Like controlling just. Like aerial aerial control and. um when I get up to the harder dribbling challenge challenges, like failing over and over again, it gets very frustrating to just train it and just continue to fail, I guess. But there was a point at which you worked through that before, right? Um, yeah, but I think I worked through it faster than I did than I am now. And I think like hitting that wall, I, I definitely could work through it. I just like, lost motivation probably because I wasn't having fun and if I wasn't having fun I just didn't want to do my best to get through it probably and I honestly can go back to what I was spending too much time training and not enough time actually just enjoying the game I think yeah I think 
I I understand where you're coming from. Like I feel that there is a point in which I I don't know exactly how to put it, but the the outcome or the reward isn't necessarily worth the input anymore sometimes with Rocket League or maybe people have different thresholds for that. Yeah, 100%. Um it's like a balancing act, I think. And I think if I just played more ranked and less uh, training, then it would also have given me the motivation to maybe train more of like one specific thing and actually get it down to the point where I could get to higher ranks. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about playing more ranked that would motivate you more to improve? Um. Because I think I really enjoy like playing the game. Uh, sometimes I get frustrated, like if I like feel myself mess up in a game, and it, it's just like, damn, I should have hit that shot or something. But I, I really enjoy the game, and actually playing the game is what motivates me to train more. Because like I'm training to play the game. One thing that I thought that was interesting that you said was that you don't really know how to improve. There, there's no like rank or anything like that in Tarkov, right? Correct. Yeah. Have you ever been in a spot in that game though, where you're like, I just don't know what to do to get any better. Like, do you, do you think about Tarkov in such a way that you're like, I want to continue to improve? I do, but definitely not to the extent I would with like Rocket League. Um, like for Tarkov, I feel like FPS games are slightly easier, at least for me, to conceptualize when trying to figure out how to improve. Or maybe they're just, like, easier overall to conceptualize. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know, you could... Fo- I, I mean, I've never practiced my aim for Tarkov, and that's something easy that mm-hmm. you could just do for, like, 15 minutes a day. Sure. Like, get on an aim trainer and practice your aim. And um, movement and stuff, I mean, you can definitely think about that and practice it, but that sort of just comes naturally after getting enough hours in the game. Yeah, but definitely like aim is like, you know, very, very important. So have you ever played any other games that are pretty skill based like Rocket League to maybe, you know, the three, four hundred hour mark? Um, I don't know, like if how you I, I played a bunch of Dota 2. I don't know, like how skillful you would consider that compared to Rocket League, but mm-hmm. um, that like. I have like 3000 hours in Dota 2. That's oh, I've wow. played that since like yeah, since I was a kid. So okay. um that's definitely like my most played game ever. Um and it, that's another game that I definitely find it hard to conceptualize how to get better sometimes. Okay, so you would say that this is a consistent storyline across really like high skill based games. Mm-hmm, is that you get sure. to a certain point and you're not quite sure where to go with it next. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. When you're watching replays or maybe if you can think back or remember the most recent time of watching your replays, what kind of process would you go through then? Um, generally I would, you know, I'd usually watch it through and I'd look for times when the other team scored on our team. And I'd try to figure out what I could have done differently um, in that situation. And, you know, sometimes it was like boost management or like sometimes I just pepegged and like did a backflip back for no reason. 
Um, but yeah, that, I mean, generally I was looking for when they got it past this and into the goal. Uh, I definitely had trouble like figuring out other mistakes I was doing when they didn't get goals because it's just sort of with the like level and amount of game time I have, it's hard to tell when I'm making a mistake when they don't get a goal on us, if that makes sense. Hard to see when you're making a mistake when they don't get a goal on you. So hard to see things that you might be doing wrong outside might, of when you get scored on. Yeah, and that like might lead up to a goal, but I don't see like like by myself looking at my own gameplay, I don't see where how it led up to that goal without probably outside input, honestly. Mm -hmm. Have you ever watched any like rotation videos or positioning videos or anything like that to kind of maybe try and figure out what other things you might be able to add to your game? Mm -hmm. I've uh, watched a bunch of Waiton's videos and also a bunch of Squishy for sure. Um, and I, I learned a bunch from them. And definitely in the later parts of September, it was I felt like my rotation was pretty good. And um, I guess it was a lot of times it might have just been my, my, like my mechanics uh, that just didn't like weren't good enough or it was sometimes like not getting strong goals on them and then they would like hit it to our side and then get a goal too. this other thing. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I think, um, well, would, do you, do you feel like you watch a lot of like squishy videos or other professionals play? Do you watch RLCS? I do not watch a lot of RLCS. Sometimes when it like pops up, I'll watch it, but I do watch almost all of Squishy's videos. I watch some flakes um, and really just Squishy though. And maybe some, um, damn, I'm forgetting his name now, but there was like one other player, but mostly Squishy, mm -hmm. honestly. I just find his videos like the most entertaining. And then also I really like the way he like explains the game while he's playing and actually talks about why he makes decisions the way he does. What are some things that you feel like you've taken away from those videos and added into your own gameplay that have benefited you so far? Um, so one of like the best things I learned from him for sure was like whenever he played 1v1s, the way he would um, like shadow the, the other player when they had the ball, like almost all the way back to his own goal. And then he would, um, you know, find some way to like, uh, 50 50 or get the ball away from him like when they made a mistake i definitely learned like my defense got so much better after uh, watching him watching the way he approaches 1v1s and then also i learned um a lot about like faking like in 2v2s like mm. driving up to the other player and then like just you know turning around and caught like can't say the number of times in diamond where that just makes them like throw the ball away to our side like it happens every single time and it's like probably the most useful thing I learned for like two v two. I I I stay away from three v three. I I don't really enjoy it at all. So I really just play two v two and one v one. Are you diamond in one v one as well? Um, no. I think I reached. I I definitely like mostly only played uh two v two. But Got last okay. season I started grinding one v one because again that's like something everyone says is like the best way to get better. So I started like halfway through September and I probably got to like plat three or something like that. Okay. But so I, I definitely felt like where I was like, you know, I was stronger than the opponent most of my games and I could have ranked up more if I played more. Since you watch Squishy on a consistent basis, what are two or three things that you could take away from his videos now that maybe you haven't 
worked on or thought about a lot in your own gameplay that you could start working on right let's make it a lot easier if you could watch 10 squishy videos and really focus on one thing no scratch that <laughs> knowing what you know about squishy's gameplay from watching all of his videos what's one thing that you would practice right now to improve your game um i generally feel like my positioning is decent but i still think that there's a lot to learn from him uh, when it comes to positioning and deciding like when to um either like go 50 50 with another player when they have the ball when they have possession or to turn around and start like shadowing back to your side i definitely don't know like the correct answer a lot of the time and i think that's something i could probably focus on when watching his videos and like really try to figure out um why he does what he does when he decides to either like go um try to take possession or shadows back like to his goal mm -hmm. that's probably probably like the number one thing i could focus on from him yeah i th i think that more often than not it seems in you know the conversations that i've had with higher level players plus now talking to some diamond and champ level players the the obviously mechanics play a big part and I feel like mechanics can carry you a really long way or carry carry one in a in a really long way. I'm not talking about you specifically, but the Rocket League player in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Decision making is such a big deal that especially in your case, if you're watching replays and you don't necessarily know what you're doing wrong, the best thing that you can do is really do your best to dissect what somebody else that's better than you is doing in their gameplay and then compare it to your own gameplay and, you know, see what the difference is. Definitely agree with you there. Yeah. For like comparing between the two gameplay ones would definitely help with figuring out what the difference is. And yeah, for sure. If you were going to say, okay, every, you know, Squishy releases a video every day or every other day on a, on a regular basis, I'm going to watch every video and I'm going to focus on the, this thing or these two things to then go into some practice. What do you think those things would be for you? I, obviously, you already okay, outside of the decision making part, right. because that's something that you're already kind of internalizing. What other things do you think that you would want to really glean from his videos to continue to like move into the next realm of the diamond rank? Um, I think one of I, I I've sort of already like. Um taking this away from his videos but i definitely could take it away more the way he does boost management um it's definitely something i could work on a lot he saves his boost way more than i do uh like when driving back he mostly just flips or um like when in goal it's like rotating to either side depending where the ball is he doesn't like use boost he just sort of drives to either side so that's definitely one of them uh something that he does way better than like what i could do and then I'm honestly struggling to think of, like, like obviously he does everything better. I just, I don't know exactly, like something spe like specific that I could take away. I guess mm -hmm. is sort of the sure. problem. 
because no, obviously that... like all his mechanics are like so much better in every way but like something specific i'm not exact i guess the way he moves off of walls also like the way he decelerates and then jumps off the wall so that his you know acceleration doesn't carry him in the wrong direction when he's trying to hit the ball off the wall is definitely something i could work on as well mm-hmm. do you see yourself coming back to do you think the next time you come back to rocket league it will you will have the same motivation or the same results maybe not the same results because gold to diamond is a lot different than diamond to xyz just because it becomes more complicated do you do you feel like you will be able to keep yourself as motivated or do you think it will be more difficult because the rewards are a little bit further or further in between each thing i think that if I don't focus on my rank and I'm able to really like get that mindset down of just focusing on improving from day to day, then I'll definitely be able to keep the motivation. And I think that if I play um, more to have fun sometimes probably and still like focus and practice the way I was, but um, maybe just play a little bit more of the actual game, then I'll definitely keep the motivation for longer. And I probably could improve a lot more as well. What was that like for you day to day? Even, you know, when you were making consistent advances, it's still a process. So when you start this whole thing in your mid gold trying to get into platinum, if you're spending a few hours on the game each day, do you feel like you saw improvement or or like was there ever any frustrations? Were there any barriers that you had to break through along the way sorry your question was about like when i was going like when i was in gold and building up to go from gold to diamond or is this like yeah exactly okay um there were very minor frustrations like figuring out that i wasn't able to dribble the ball at all was like very frustrating but then i got it done and then from day to day i got like had very noticeable improvements um so there were like minor frustrations, but honestly, it was it was mostly just the high of getting better and better every single day, um, very noticeably, for sure. So yeah. So you feel like the on a daily basis or a pretty regular basis, you were seeing noticeable improvement. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly wasn't. I I was paying attention to my rank, but I wasn't. I was definitely focusing more on my actual improvements, and I could feel myself getting better at the game every single day. Um, and, you know, I had my off day like here and there, but generally from day to day, I could feel myself getting better and improving every single day with the way I was practicing. Did that ever slow down for you along the time where you were practicing a lot, the the rate of improvement or how much you could see every day? It, in some ways it did, but... I would say that it more slowed down in like one specific skill sometimes, but then like the other skills would make up for that one specific skill, like, you know, hitting a plateau because like, yeah, maybe I got stuck on like a level in the dribbling challenge for a couple of days and like, maybe I even have to like go look up like a video on how to do it. But eventually I would always get around it. And while I was like plateaued or stuck on that level, or like I felt like I wasn't getting better, 
um, I definitely feel like noticeable differences in my aerials or air rules from day to day. So I think that because there were so many different skills I was practicing at a time, like every single day, I felt improvement. Even if it wasn't like overall, I felt improvement in individual skills from day to day and they made up for plateauing and other skills. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like right now, if you had somebody like a, a good friend that was playing Rocket League on the daily right now and practicing and really trying to move up the ranks that was somewhere around where you were, you would feel a little bit more motivated to be playing even now since you're kind of on a Rocket League lull? Yeah, 100%. Having a friend, um, like practicing, getting better every day would definitely provide good motivation um, to for me to practice and get better as well. And that was definitely something I was missing in September. And I think that like my own motivation just to get better was generally good, but um, it definitely would have helped to have someone else as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the one thing that I'm a little curious about as well. If people have somebody to quote unquote train with, if that motivation lasts a little bit longer or if the frustrations are easier to get through. I think that it def I, I was uh, I like started going to the gym when I got into college as well and I was going with someone else and you know there were days when I didn't want to go but they were like we're going anyways and I was like damn mm. so I didn't you know <laughs> I mean I had a choice but like not really you know so yeah. I think having another person to like you know support you in days where you don't want to practice is definitely very very good um but it also goes the other way where if like they just quit one day and there's nothing you can do I think that takes all the motivation out of it for you as well like I have an ex I, I started a YouTube channel when I was younger with some other person and like we were posting videos and eventually like they quit one day and like the video that we posted right right before they quit actually did well but they quit and I was like I just don't have the motivation to do this anymore without someone else to do it with mm -hmm. um, so it can definitely go both ways I think I w you know, I would certainly say I can relate to that in that part of me wanted to continuously post for this podcast. And certainly I've seen, you know, some rewards come from that in terms of the numbers going up and people enjoying it. And just seeing the consistency has been great. And I think had I not been thinking about, you know, what not necessarily what people are going to think, but letting people down if I don't post something because there are at least a few people that enjoy listening to this. That certainly kept me kept me going and kept me wanting to uh, post, you know, the next the next podcast and the next one. When you started learning Tarkov, I feel like it's probably the same thing. And somebody that I talked to, I think it was Good Neighbor that we talked to a decent. I feel like in the past three or four episodes, I've been talking to people about Tarkov. And I feel like Tarkov has the same kind of grind involved that Rocket League does. It's just a little bit different. Maybe Rocket League players just love punishing themselves. But anyways, there, <laughs> yeah, there, is, a, right? <laughs> yeah, there is a huge learning curve to a game like Tarkov. Yeah, would you, you would agree with that as well? It It's... Honestly, enormous. I, I, I'd even say that it's like, I think that Rocket League probably has a higher skill ceiling, but I think Tarkov, like the learning curve at the very beginning is just 
larger than any other game I've ever played, probably. Um, so and it was definitely oh, doing that with say, doing that with yeah. other people was probably a lot easier. Yeah, a hundred percent. And being able to play like I don't remember honestly when I started playing Tarkov. It was like a long time ago, but. Um, if you start playing with people who already know their way around the maps and can just lead you through a raid together, um, it's going to be infinitely times easier than trying to learn that game by yourself. I I can't even imagine trying to like hop into the game now and like learning without someone to tell you where everything is, uh, would be a nightmare, honestly. Yeah. I think that is one thing that has kept me from it, especially because it's not a free game. The idea that I'm going to have to invest, you know, 50 or $60 and then learn all of this by myself and probably fail a lot along the way that in something that is supposed to be quote unquote fun just doesn't seem like a really good time to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's the joke in like the Tarkov community that basically everyone who plays the game is a masochist and that like even the Delph developer has said before that the game's not supposed to be fun. I mean, even though it obviously is, but um, yeah, it's pretty rough sometimes for sure. And I definitely understand like it's a pretty like high upfront cost. So uh, yeah. (laughs) So you say it's fun. What do you find fun about it? There is no other game. The highs and the lows in that game are unrivaled by any other game I've ever played in my entire life. Um, Dying is like the worst feeling in the world, but when you like wipe a three man by yourself and then you get out with all their loot, uh, like the adrenaline rush you get is just unmatched by any game ever. And the, the shooting mechanics and the movement mechanics just feel so much better than any other shooter out on the market at all completely. What is wiping a three man? Okay, so like killing all three people in a like party, uh, like three people in a party when you're like solo, basically. Okay, how does it yeah. choose how many people get put into a raid? So each map has like uh, a range of people. So like some maps like might have nine to twelve, and then uh, it fills like with random parties. There's no skill based matchmaking; it's completely random, and you know you could have like a party of five, and then two three like two solos and then you know like one three man something like that it's completely Mm -hmm. random every raid though and then you don't have to kill everybody to get out though no there's no there's no like there's no set objectives you just go in to do whatever you like went in to do so like you might be trying to make money or you might be trying to do quests um it just completely depends on what you're you you set your own personal objective in that game honestly Yeah, I think there's something to be said about a game like that, where obviously there is skill in in the first person shooter aspect of it. Have you played a lot of first person shooters growing up? Um, not as much as some people. I definitely have played like a lot of CS:GO when I was a kid. I I I started with TF2 and then I went into CS:GO and I played a ton of that. Um. And then I played Apex when that came out as well. So I, I, you know, I dabble in all the like new popular FPS games that come out. And a lot of times I just stop playing them. But Mm -hmm. CSGO, I think I have like six or 700 hours. in. so, yeah, I I mean, I played a fair amount of first person shooters for sure. And have you ever done any training for first person? Like, have you ever done any aim practice for that? Yeah, so definitely nowhere near like the same 
you know, focus practice that I've done for Rocket League. Like, I didn't have a journal or anything, but when I was playing CSGO, I um, definitely practiced, like, the aim, uh, aim Beast, which is a name trainer on Steam. I did that, like, 30 minutes a day before I would actually get into the game, and then I'd go through, like, headshot only uh, deathmatch. So you, like, were forced to aim for the head, and I had a couple other things that I would do to warm up before I got into competitive for that as well. And then I, I, oh, sorry. I was just going to say in Counter-Strike because they have all the modded servers that you can go into to try and play different ways. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was, I I also like practiced a bunch uh, before like Valorant came out just because I wanted to get to a high level in that as well. What's your Valorant rank? Um, see, okay. So I never actually played, I got burned out on that game too. I never actually played once. I played so much closed beta that I just like could not stand the game anymore so like once ranked actually came out i stopped playing as bad as that sounds no i i I think it's i think that's interesting what how did you was it just because you played too much um i yeah so so um i i started like the month before it got like the actual beta launched i was playing csgo every day practicing for valorant and then once the actual beta came out, I watched the awful streams like everyone else trying to, um, you know, get a stream key to actually play the game. And then once I did that, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was awful. I hated my life doing that. Um, but uh, once that, like, once I did get it, I, I played so much and like I joined a team and like I was in Discord servers like doing ten like the casual matchmaking just got to the point where it wasn't fun. So I started doing like um you know pick up games with 10 people who were generally better than like whatever you would find in casual matchmaking and it, it actually it was really nice so uh, i really got into that for a while and then i just quit playing because i got burned out the casual matches the people weren't good enough um that and i don't remember if you could like couldn't queue for, as a five man i'm not exactly sure i think what it was is if you queued as a five man you would generally just roll over the enemy team um i don't exactly remember it was a while ago but there was some reason why 10 mans were just way better so we would just play 10 mans like all day every day and yeah that was that was a good time for sure and then you just got tired of the grind yeah i got tired of the grind like right before rank came out felt really bad actually (laughs) i it's interesting to have you ever gotten that way with tarkov where you just like get tired of doing it yeah, I do. Um, last swipe I played like for one week straight, like, like I don't know, eighteen hours a day. It was it was like during summer, I think. So what? I don't know. I know. <laughs> and and I just quit after like one week, and then I didn't play until the next swipe. <laughs> oh wow! So that was just like enough. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are the feelings that you have, or the conversation that you have with yourself? Like after that week, you obviously. Like I'm, I'm assuming that you think about playing Tarkov, but what is the conversation that you have with yourself when that, like, just thinking about launching the game comes? Yeah, out? it doesn't like physically make me sick, but I, I think about the game and I'm like, just no, I literally cannot like launch the game. And sometimes I'll launch the game, and I, I definitely did this. Like I launched the game and I like did a couple thing in the menus and I just quit out. I just could not get myself to play the game any more than I did. I'm not exactly sure, like, mentally what goes on. Um, 
I think now I'd actually, I've been meditating actually. And I think now I'd be able to maybe like take a step back and look at what was going on in my mind. But like, then I had just could not figure out like what it was. I just couldn't get myself to play at all. Huh. But obviously I, does it, does it have anything to do now with the fresh start that you feel like, okay about coming back to it? Yeah, for sure. The fresh start feels good. And, um, it's just been a like decent break away from it. You know, it's been like six, five months. So for sure. Wait, this time around, it's been five or six months since you played it last. Maybe four months. I'm not exactly sure when the last wipe happened. It's, but it's been a good there. amount of days though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a good long time. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. So you, I mean, obviously when it comes to games, in general, you put forth effort into improving, uh, whether it is in a healthy or unhealthy manner, <laughs> you do put some energy into trying to be better than, you know, if you just like open the game and started, you know, clicking buttons. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't, I don't know. I don't really like play games casually, I guess. I, sure. I sort of just try to improve no matter what game I'm playing. Um, I, I think that that's sort of like what gaming culture is nowadays, too. I think that it's gone more from just, you know, casually hanging out with friends to like, I got to be the best at every game that I play, mm-hmm. which may or may not be good, you know, for the general gaming scene. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like I need to get better no matter what game I play and that I'm not going to have fun if I'm not getting better. Probably. What was your what was your rank in CSGO? And then you'll um, have to like compare it to something because I don't, I know they have funny names and I don't know how it works. Yeah. I literally don't remember the phone. It was like Eagle something. So I guess if you move that over to like Rocket League, that would be ooh, probably somewhere like between champion and grand champion. I, I think somewhere in there, okay. probably champion. So you were towards the higher end of the player base, like not the top, but like, yeah, no, nowhere near the top, but yeah, yeah. Okay, so that probably correlates pretty well into Tarkov, then you being at least a decent shot. I feel like I'm pretty decent at Tarkov, for sure. Okay, I, I think all that, well, let me ask you this. Is this, like, did you, did you play sports growing up, or has it always been video games for you, or... Can you correlate this desire to be really good at things back to like when you were younger or when you were learning something when you were younger? Yep. So I played both baseball and basketball when I was a kid. Um, and I always, you know, was very competitive about them. Um, and I played those for like 10 to 15 years each, probably. So. Uh, I was always very competitive when playing. I was definitely like the player that like wanted to win every single game, even if we were down by a lot, for sure. <laughs> Did that happen a lot that you were down by a lot? Um, were, you, were you that guy that was really good that just was unfortunate to have to carry his team every week because everybody <laughs> else was really bad? Not, Not like often. That definitely happened a couple of times in like, baseball where it was very frustrating like if you could hit right and then they're like this is more on the younger side but like there's some people who just can't hit just because like i don't know but they're younger or whatever but now it's definitely some frustrating like baseball times and then basketball i was never like 
And Ever was an amazing ball handler for sure, but I would definitely be like really, really good at defense. And I was taller for my age, so I'd get like rebounds all the time, and I was decent at shooting as well. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I th- I I definitely think it's in- interesting that this is like a reoccurring theme in terms of the grind, the frustration digging a deep hole and shoving some game way down there and trying to forget <laughs> about it and yeah. then eventually like resurrecting it. Yeah. It's tough. I, I've obviously like, I've noticed it before and uh, yeah, I don't, I, I think I just generally go like if I just played rocket league, like two hours a day instead of like grinding it so hard and I wouldn't get burnt out of it as I do, but I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But. I think for me right now, it's it's not necessarily that I'm burned out by anything. I think right now I just have a little bit of FOMO. Like I just can't decide where I want to spend my time. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. Rocket League and I'm enjoying Rocket League, but then there's this other game over here that I'm like, well, you know, that could be fun to try that out. And there's also, like you said, when a wipe happens or some kind of refresh occurs, then it's like something new, but something old all at the same time. So you feel like you're excited to play it again. Everybody's kind of like at square one, we get to start over, but then it eventually just becomes the same thing again. What, what game you like, are you talking about Tarkov or did you have a different game in mind? What game well, are you talking about? Like, you know, I, any any competitive any game really for not any game i'm not just going to play any <laughs> game but like the the other two that like take any time for me right now minecraft like i would love to be quote unquote better at minecraft like being able to build better things uh not i would love sure. to not suck at valorant like <laughs> i think when i have gotten ranked a couple times it's been like bronze too like i'm just not good and then i have some friends that have been in like the gold plat area usually like high silver gold to plat um so it would be nice when i queue with them in unranked games that i just don't die immediately because most of the people that we're playing against are in that like gold range so it just it's more difficult for me because they're so much better than me so i'd love to be better at it but again it's just like taking the time to actually do that but then if i take the time to do that that's time taken away from practicing rocket league or practicing this other thing and then there's tarkov like tarkov is interesting to me but like that is a literal full-time job or a part-time job and i don't know (laughs) anything about it so if i start you know it's going to be at least a month where before i feel like i'm getting anything out of it yeah i definitely I can I've actually I've definitely had that problem before like where some of my friends download a new game and they're playing it and then it's like well I want to play their game but then it takes away from what other game I'm playing and you're definitely right about Tarkov you may like keep your eye out they're releasing like an actual arena shooter for Tarkov where it's like based on the same mm-hmm. world and so, there are some crossovers but you probably don't have to you know like learn the entire map and all the loot spawns and it's like just a 5v5 I think and that's definitely something I'm keeping my eye out for um, but it may be good for like people who want to dip their toes in, but you know, not have to learn every single map and all the loot spawns and everything like that. But then it's just not the same game, right? Like the the exciting part of Tarkov is 
you know, doing the raids and getting the stuff and like the whole process. If I want to play a 5v5, I'll just, you know, play one yeah, that already exists. Yeah. yeah, right? Like I'll just, yeah, I'll just yeah. play Valorant or, For sure. uh, you know, just something that already exists or, you know, I could always try Halo or there's Splitgate. Like there's all these games that I could try and play and th- that they're all fun. But then as soon as I start playing something new, my or chess like i'm i'm interested in chess as well like i think it's right. a really cool game and i've been paying attention to it more recently over the past few months like when you when you play something and then you just make a bunch of stupid mistakes part of me is just frustrated and then on the other side of it well now i just i don't want to suck so i just you know try and get better but then it's just like there's part of it that's exciting because you know when you start something new you can get a lot better a lot faster because you learn those dumb mistakes that you make every single time and then you don't make them anymore but then once you get to that point where the dumb mistakes are out of the way and you kind of have like a basic idea then it starts to get a little a little bit more complicated and you're like well this isn't fun anymore or like now i have to put in the actual work <laughs> And you just like you, you know, you get to find that balance in between putting in the work and actually not making yourself miserable. Yeah, I, I honestly think that that sort of like ties into, you know, me quitting and stuff. And that I think a lot of times I like hit that part where I feel like I've gotten good enough at a game to where I could, you know, like play with friends or something. and um it's gone to the point where it take would take so much effort to get like significantly better at a game that that may be part of the reason like why I move on or stop playing a game for a while is I'm like I'm to a point where I can play with like most friends in a lot of in a lot of different games but I'm never like amazing at any of them I guess and that's because like I haven't put in the time in any specific game to really get there mm-hmm. um but it does mean that I'm like able to play like games with friends at like a decent level and basically any game at this point you're competent then yeah yeah i'm competent but not good at like not amazing at anything except for chess you cannot play chess but other than that (laughs) (laughs) let me ask you this what is it about because it sounds like especially with the rocket league thing and then of course you had your 18 hour one week stint every day (laughs) just like putting in the OT on Tarkov. What is it about your mentality or thought process or desire? What makes you put in so much time like you do to these games? What is it about you that just makes you act in, in that way? I think that I really enjoy grinding something um, like just having my entire life sort of consumed by it and like just having you know even when i'm not playing the game my brain will like be thinking about stuff about the game um and if i like like when i was playing that much tarkov or even when i was playing that much rocket league um i would like dream about the game too um and there's something very satisfying about just like engulfing your life in like one thing at a time and just i guess like having most like waking moments just thinking about it and coming up with ideas and I'm not exactly sure like what it is, but it, I enjoy going through that process with different things. Probably. Hmm. Um, what are you studying in school? Um, I'm a chemical engineer. Got it. 
And do you feel like that is something that you enjoy? Not particularly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I knew that I'd probably go into engineering because uh, my parents probably weren't going to pay for my college unless I went to engineering just because like, yeah, anyways. Um, and then chemistry came to like me pretty naturally in high school. So I just decided to, you know, sort of put two and two together. Also, like chemical engineering gets paid pretty well and um, it gives you like a lot of options if you just like generally do chemical engineering versus like aerospace engineering. You know, you're going to have to choose a town where there's actually jobs for that. Whereas chemical, you can basically work anywhere mm-hmm. as long as you're not like doing petroleum, in which case you're like working in Houston no matter what. Right. Sure. So you wouldn't say that you ever have your stints where you're just like, I'm going to be grinding chemical engineering and you think about it or work on it like multiple hours. Like it's mostly just the means to an end for you in terms of like career and things of that nature. I would agree, except for the fact that like um, sometimes I won't like, I I don't really do like that well with lectures. So I generally self-teach myself or self might self-taught i don't know anyways i generally read the textbook to learn and a lot of times instead of like you know breaking it up as i should i'll read like seven or eight chapters in one day and it's not like i'm doing like the day before the test i'll just that's how much i'll do in one day uh, so that's sort of the same as like how i play video games is i'll study like an entire unit in a day versus breaking it up over time so it is like a consistent habit across multiple things where you will just cram a lot of something into as little time as possible yeah it's definitely consistent across like almost all aspects of my life for sure do you have do you have any like this is a this is a really deep question so if you have no (laughs) idea that's perfectly fine but do you have any idea where that comes from for you i've definitely wondered about it before um, it's definitely not the best, uh, for, you know, for learning and stuff, at least based on psychology. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I actually don't know where it comes from. I think that my brain enjoys like the dopamine rush I get from like, honestly, like, you know, learning seven chapters in one day isn't really I don't find it like an annoying task at all. Um, and once I'm done, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got that much work done. And then I get like a huge rush from it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So maybe like the dopamine rush at the end of working that hard for in like a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not exactly sure other than th- that's probably my best guess for why that is. Yeah. Well, that was, that was very scientific of you. I was not, <laughs> I was not at all thinking about just cause I'm, I'm the same way that I would say that I I can be very obsessive about things. And that's, again, going back to like what we were talking about earlier is, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about just content creation in general or, you know, making a career change or something like that. And then I'm sitting here thinking about my options and what's possible. And I'm like, oh, I could do that. But then if I do that and I'm spending all my time doing that, then I won't be able to do this. And I'd really like to be able to do this as well. So I have to like pick one or the other. But then if I do these two things then I can't do that other thing, but I need to be doing something like this. And it, like I just go into these spirals of like having to make these like grand life decisions. 
and then sometimes it just keeps me from doing anything at all. Hundred percent. I definitely feel that it's definitely hard to like make the choice sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to add to that, but yeah, you basically summed it up pretty perfectly. I mean, do you sure. do you ever have moments where you are like in between two games or in between two things that you know you really would like to invest yourself in? Has that ever occurred for you in having to make that decision? Yeah, I mean, it's even happening right now. Um, like the Dota 2 Battle Pass just like got released, I don't know, like a few weeks ago, but Tarkov also wiped. And then on top of both of those things, um, I had finals. So luckily I chose finals over either of those. So that was, <laughs> I, I made the right decision there. I'm not sure how I made the right decision, but I did. Um, but then after that, I, you know, had to go back and forth between which of those I wanted to grind. And Tarkov generally won out, but... Uh, it's definitely been a tough decision sometimes between those two. Do you and play I'm not Dota exa- mostly by yourself, though? No, that's something that's made this a lot easier. Is I, Dota's, like, I don't know. I think it's best enjoyed with friends, so I generally only play Dota when my friends are on, and then I'll play Tarkov by myself, like, on my own time. That's yeah, usually how I decide. It seems like Dota is not an enjoyable game to play by yourself. Or it, it can is be- if you're pretty bad if you're a masochist <laughs> but no it's not it's not enjoyable by yourself at all honestly hmm. at least at i mean at any well i mean i'm sure it's just like anything else that you know it can be frustrating at every level like you think yeah, i think I you know hey once i get to champ three or gc1 <laughs> then i finally made it and everybody will understand how to play the game blah 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 oh. like nobody knows how to play games ever Unless you're yeah. like in the top point zero zero one percent, that is something I love about Rocket League way more than like Dota. Um, and something that like you know, if I was ever really practice something and like like try to get good, I would choose Rocket League over Dota just because I feel like your individual decisions in Rocket League make such a like um, more of a difference in the outcome of the game versus like Dota Two, where there's five people on the team and there's a general like idea throughout the community that like. 40% of your games are like you win no matter what, 40% you lose no matter what, and then 20% whatever like decisions you make decides the game. And there's just some games in Dota where it's impossible to win, and there's nothing you could do to ever make it possible that you could win that game. But yeah. Rocket League, like that doesn't happen in Rocket League. I mean, any game, if you're good enough, is winnable, you know? Mm-hmm. So you put one professional Dota 2 player into like a platinum game nine platinum players one professional player how many games out of 10 is that professional player going to win nine out of ten so a professional player at that rank would make that big of a difference it it okay it also depends like what role they're playing um if they're playing like a supporting role they'll they'll still win most of their games like that's why they're so good but there's some games where it's actually just impossible for them to win as a support. Like it, it, there's literally nothing they can do. Sure. Um, so if, if they're playing like from a carry role, then they'll like most likely win. But sometimes it's still just near one versus five. Like you can't win that always because the enemy team will just kill you. So. And the carry is the one that does all the damage. Um. Generally, yeah. Uh, okay. That may that may not like be the 
best way of putting it, but I'm not good enough at the game to put it a better way. So we'll just go with that for now. That, yeah, we'll just <laughs> we'll just go with that. For, and if anybody <laughs> wants to get crabby with me, well, then you can just DM me and give me a lecture <laughs> on Dota 2. I'd be fine with that. So, so then oh, uh, when do you think that would kind of start to shift? Like what would be the first rank where a professional Dota player plus 9x and the professional player would lose more than they would win. You know, it, it, I mean, it's just like Rocket League where professional players are so much better. But, I mean, Dota 2 has been out since like 2011, 2012. And that's not including like from Warcraft 3 and like Dota 1 as well. Right, yeah. So sometimes the like skill cap of pro level players in Dota 2 is just so like so much higher that it it's... I'd, probably say that it's literally just the top rank like immortal would be mm. the only place where their win rate might start changing and even oh, then really? like there's so much of their player base has reached immortal at this point that like there's a enormous difference between like you know you're like 2000 in like the rankings versus like top 500 like there's and then i mean that may be like a difference between um you know like i don't know SSL and Grand Champers, it's hard to make a comparison. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the skill cap is just ridiculous at this point in Dota 2. Hmm. That's, that's like, interesting. I mean, a lot of pros can have like upwards of like fifteen to 20,000 hours in that game at this point. That's Yeah, that's disgusting. So mm -hmm. uh, then, because um, I, I think that's interesting, the whole like skill part of it because you know i watch hiko on a pretty regular basis the professional valorant player and yep. it, he can go you know days in a row where he only wins like one game and will lose like two three or four games like just because you're a professional player and of course i would say that he's definitely more on the tactical support side of his team and as a player uh, than, you know, some of the people that get a lot of the kills on his team. But, you know, just because he's a professional player uh, does not necessarily mean that he is going to just go into all of these games and and dominate. Like, I don't even think he was the top rank the last season of, of Valorant. Yeah, uh, I would definitely agree that, especially, like, if you're playing a supporting role, like, either in Dota or, uh, you know, Valorant, like, uh a lot of times you being a pro doesn't necessarily depend on like what your rank is it more depends like i mean obviously like your connections to be able to get into that point but also mm -hmm. like you just like can't solo carry your team when it's like a you know, 10 men 10 eh, 10 man game it's, right. it's just really really hard i appreciate you saying that you just can't solo carry your team when you're playing a 10 man game because i was thinking to myself and i'm I'm outing myself, even though I wouldn't necessarily have to, <laughs> that I couldn't remember how we got talking about this in the first place. But the idea of like having to carry a team uh, in when there's that many dynamics going on, especially in like Dota or Valorant, it's just so much harder than it would be in a game like Rocket League, where it's more confined, the the goals are more straightforward. Um, no pun intended, but I mean, <laughs> not playing, not playing Dota by yourself, especially on something like the internet where people can really get feisty. I can, oh, man. I can appreciate why it. you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. And I think that that also leads to like, when I play Rocket League, it's, 
Uh, at least I find it easier to blame myself when we lose a game versus like Dota 2. Like I'm, I obviously make mistakes and you can learn from them, but sometimes it's really like there's just actually nothing you can do. Whereas in Rocket League, it's like there's a thousand things I could have done better, and I find it way easier to blame myself than my teammates in Rocket League versus a game like Dota 2. I think Dota is is a beautiful example of why it's important to just focus on yourself when you are playing competitive team games. Because you can do everything right. You could get all the kills. You could never like lose your lane. You could do really well. But because there are so many other people that you literally have to rely on to win the game, that, you know, it is what it is. Like sometimes you're just going to lose even when you play as well as you possibly could play. And at the same time, you know, you could play extremely well, but if like you're playing at a diamond level and played at uh, whatever is after diamond or immortal level, like then you could maybe carry that game a little bit harder. So there's still things there to learn. So I think I yeah. just kind of contradicted myself, but I still agree with myself. <laughs> no, no, you made a great point that it like it, um, it really mm, exemplifies is that the right word. It shows like why it's important to focus on improve like improving yourself versus focusing what your teammates do like more than i guess like rocket league would show because rocket league there's you know the idea in the background that like maybe you still could have carried harder but in dota 2 like no matter how hard you carry sometimes you lose no matter what and like that's why like you don't gain anything by like yelling at your teammates in that game it's better to just see what you did wrong and what you can improve for the next game yeah and in Rocket League, at least right now, there's no voice comms on the team, which makes it a lot more <laughs> pleasant to play. Is there, there's no like voice in Tarkov, is there? Actually, okay. So one of the reasons every, like there's a hundred thousand person queue to get into the Tarkov servers right now. Um, and I mean, that's sort of unrelated because they're doing Twitch drops right now. So that's really the real reason. But this is like their most popular wipe yet because they added VoIP. So Oh there's my like gosh. in person talking to each other, you know, like sort of like Rust. I don't know if you've like seen Rust before, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, it, it's like this is it, and they also added like inertia, which is um, like it completely changed movement. So it was a, it, the biggest wipe they've had in like two years, probably. Oh wow! Um, so like if you're running forward and you let go of forward, you're still moving a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's wow. the perfect explanation, actually. Um, so you can't like. People with W key, like you just run at each other and whoever basically attacked first would normally win. And now like that's it's literally the opposite now where it's better really better to hold corners and let people rush you and then you you can kill them down. So inertia has like been hard to get used to for a lot of people. Um and it completely changed the game. Wow. Interesting. And they added VoIP, huh? That'll be interesting. Does does it still work after you get killed by somebody? Um, no, it does not. It's only until you die. So okay. you can't like, you know, roast people after they kill you or <laughs> anything like that. Um, and it's not like, like a lot of people are worried, you know, people just play music or whatever, but I haven't run into that any personally and you can report people for like using VoIP. So it's generally been a pretty, really good environment actually. But like, if you're in a building and you hear somebody, you could just like scream out to them and be like, I'm going to get you. Yeah, there's some really, really good clips of stuff like that happening, actually. There, there's, oh. like The content for YouTubers and Twitch streamers has just been the best it's ever been because they're able to use VoIP and people recognize them and raid. And, yeah. 
it's amazing, honestly. Oh, because it doesn't necessarily like show names or anything when you see somebody in a game. Yeah, it doesn't show their names at all. The only way to know like who they are is kill them and check their dog tag. And even then, I mean, they could mm. have any username they want. So sure, that's fascinating. Okay, I gotta stop because I need to resist the urge. <laughs> I must resist. I'm telling you, if you like, if you get into Tarkov, uh, rest in peace your Rocket League career. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> well, but at, le at least know. if it happens, I know people that play that will hold this my true. hand as I'm trying to figure it out. I'm happy to hold your hand whenever you need <laughs> if oh, you download you're, it. You're sweet. Uh, -huh. uh this is uh this well that invitation is just an excellent way to start winding down the show and as somebody that has listened to at least a couple episodes I hope you know what we're going I, for but uh I any do. any final thoughts for the the listeners of the show? Um I don't know. Don't be like me. Don't grind a game too hard. Maybe, you know, take take a little, you know, stop at it with less hours per day, but more days in a row, you know? I think that's probably a smarter way to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to have to think about that a little bit more because I'm I'm definitely a person that wants to get things done as quickly as possible, so I will just, like, know life a thing. And then... I get to a point where it's like almost done and then I like second guess myself. So it's not like a burnout, but it's like a, well, anyways, I don't need to get philosophical again. I think you <laughs> should take your own advice and like try and set up some, like go back to your journal and be like, oh, I'm just going to do this game, but I'm going to do it a little bit less and just like track your progress and see how you feel after like just really limiting yourself to not you know, pushing yourself to the edge. I'd be, I'd be curious to see what that would be like for you. Me too. I, I definitely will probably try that out this coming semester for sure. Okay. Where can people find you on the internet? Um, I'm on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's little Nova. I honestly don't post anything. I've, you know, like thought about it before. I might post something someday, but uh, with how busy I've been, I have not really got into social media too much, which is, Ironic because I work as like a social media manager for a couple of companies, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> oh, that's just like an extra thing that you do on the side as well. Yeah. 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 Huh. Just for fun, really. Uh, something sure. I picked up on the side, but yeah, I don't really do my own socials for some reason, but yeah, I mean, if you want to find me, I'm L3L Nova on everything. So nice. And those will all be linked down below. And last but not least, a question for the audience. Yeah, I actually, I, you know, I, I, I had this one in mind because I have watched the podcast, so I already had one planned. Um, but if you're like ever having like a bad day or you don't want to keep grinding or you're like losing motivation, um, what do you do to keep yourself motivated and really work through that day, even if you don't want to keep playing the game? And, uh, you know, just what keeps you going even when you when you don't want to, I guess. Nice. Yes, I would be curious to know that as well. Uh, all right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come and talk with all kinds of about all kinds of things with me. I think we bounced around a lot, but it was fun. Uh, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, as always, Nova, thank you for the boost. 